0: Hello, and welcome to another quickie episode on Date Yourself Radio. I'm your host, Veronica Grant, and I'm a dating mindset coach for smart, ambitious women who feel like they have it all except this one area in their life. And today's question is actually a very frequently asked question, and it's probably the number one thing that I help my clients with. And that is how to get out of dating patterns. So, no matter what your dating Pattern is whether you are attracting emotionally unavailable men, whether you're attracting narcissists, whether you are getting into relationships that have the same sort of issues, or perhaps all the relationships in the same sort of way, perhaps you're cheated on, or left, or ghosted repeatedly and you feel like you're dating the same person over and over again, except it's just someone in a different body, then this episode will be really helpful for you. Now, before we get going, if you have a question you'd like me to answer on the air, head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash ask, and there you can submit your question and I will answer it completely anonymously, and I would love to do that for you. All right, so today's question, how do I get out of my dating pattern? I want to back up a little bit because I think we have to understand something else before we can figure out why you might be dating narcissists or emotionally unavailable men or whatever your pattern is. And that is, is this idea of comfort zones. Now, the brain wants us to be in our comfort zone as much as possible, think about it, and I've probably even said this on a previous episode, if we had to consciously think about the actions it required to brush our teeth or to put on our clothes in the morning, or to chop a vegetable. Maybe for some of us, that does require a lot of concentration. But the things that we do every day, once we learn the action, our brain wants to act on autopilot because otherwise life would be exhausting and we would not be able to get as much stuff done. And the same thing is really true in our relationships, whether we're talking platonic relationships or even, and of course, romantic relationships. Our brain wants to, again, act on autopilot, knowing the ropes, knowing what to do, what not to do, what we can say, what we can't say, and all of those things. So if you're used to dating being kind of crappy, if you're used to having One Date Wonders, if you're used to being ghosted or being cheated on, obviously that's not what you consciously want to have had happen to you. However, it ends up being the reality because you know what to do. I mean, think about it. You know how to be stressed. You know what you're going to do when you get stressed. You know how to be sad. You know what friends you can go talk to. You know exactly what to do. And once you get into a relationship, perhaps that has more depth and meaning and love, and there is more of that two-way street and the partnership thing going on, then a lot of times things might feel a little almost too good or We are waiting for the other shoe to drop, or you're like, okay, what's the catch here? What could possibly go wrong? And then we kind of freak out, and that's when the self-sabotage starts, and we tend to go back to our pattern. Again, not consciously what we want, but subconsciously, it's easy for us. So the question is, how the heck do you get out of that pattern? Well, there's a lot of ways, and I think every coach will have different methodologies and opinions, but what I found works really well for me as well as for my clients is to figure out what that core or where a core belief came from that is informing the pattern that you were in. And so this is something, I have an entire module actually around this in the Dating Mindset Bootcamp, because it really does take a lot of time and effort and uncovering and emotional energy too, to see some of your patterns and the things that you learned as a kid, uh, things that even you saw as a kid. So just a couple of examples. Perhaps your father was emotionally unavailable when you were younger. And you felt as a kid, the only way you could get his attention or to feel love from him was to perform. And I put that in quotes. So to get like good grades or to excel at a sport or to uh, do something else really well. And then you would be able to get his attention and then all was good in your world. Well, now that translates to feeling like you have to please men to be loved and this doesn't mean necessarily that your father was a bad father. We're all doing the best we can or that, that he was abusive, either physically abusive or emotionally abusive. Obviously those situations will have impact too, but this can be a perfectly quote unquote normal, healthy family. And you just felt like you had to do this to get attention from your father. Well, so again, coming back to present time, that can look like feeling like you need to please men to be loved or to Perform form for them. So you have to look a certain way. Maybe you feel like you have to have your body to figure your body type a certain way or wear certain clothes or feel like you have to look a certain way. So your hair has to be something, or perhaps you tend to their needs before your own. Again, all of this type of people pleasing, putting other people first, making sure that they're happy, that you're getting their attention, and then you can have the love. And of course, when you are, you can think about this intellectually when you are acting like this, then of course you're going to be attracting emotionally unavailable men because on some level, like that's what you're doing and that's the type of person who will be attracted to those types of behaviors. Uh, Another example is perhaps your parents maybe stay together when maybe they would have been better off getting a divorce and going their own separate ways. So perhaps you've internalized this idea that love is supposed to feel crappy or that it's supposed to feel like a struggle. And so if you get into unhealthy, unloving relationships, maybe a part of you feels like, well, this is just the way it is. This is how it's supposed to be. And even small little instances, even just saying uh, you're... Your parents saying, oh, well, you can't do that, or that's not for you, or whatever it is. It, and again, it can be very, um, very good, happy, healthy childhood. But when we're little, our parents are basically in a godlike figure, like they are perfect in our eyes. And it's only until we get much older till we realize that just like everyone else, they are human. But when we have that perfection or perfectionist image of them, when we are little kids, then we learn things through that and then we apply it to our adult life, yet we're applying an unfair perspective, this perfectionist view or this view of that of this, this pure view that we had from a childhood into our adulthood. So the question is, once you have the pattern down or once you maybe have a core issue down, how do you release it? And this is really the hardest part because the truth is, is that it's not an intellectual exercise. It's not enough just to say, Oh, this is where it came from. Okay, boom, done. And like, and just ex, and just to understand it intellectually is, it's helpful. And I don't want to belittle that. So maybe you do have some instances and some childhood memories that come to mind. However, you have to be able to release that and let it go so that you can create new patterns for yourself. And this is really the work that I do with my clients. And while I can refer some ideas and some tools that I help them with, you know, this is something that I work with them for months on end, sometimes you know, six months or even more. So one thing you can do is try tapping emotional freedom technique and you can listen to episode five. So listen to veronicagrant.com forward slash episode five, the number five. And there I interview one of my favorite EFT practitioners and she walks you through a process to help you release some of these beliefs around relationships journaling helps to help you get everything out on paper, all your thoughts and feelings and emotions and, um, Anything else that might come up, a lot of times I find when I journal, a lot of memories come up, even that I hadn't really thought of. But once I start writing, then a lot of things come up and that helps me to let go. And truly and honestly, working with someone like a coach or an EFT practitioner or something like that really does help. And, you know, I worked with my own coach uh, for over almost a year, I guess. Yes. Yeah, well, a little over a year actually. And she helped me see so many blind spots that I would have never seen before and then helped me release them in a faster and more effective way. So it's not like if you don't work with anyone then it's never going to happen, but there's just simply, you know, you can't see your own blind spots, right? Hindsight's 2020 and having a coach is kind of like being able to have that hindsight 2020 but in real time. So if you're interested in having me help you uncover some blind spots, seeing what your blocks are and your self-sabotages are, then head over to veronicagrant.com forward slash work. So a little plug there, and you can check out the ways that I work with women. I work with women in lots of different ways. So head over there to check it out. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you're listening in, I would love to connect with you over on Instagram. That's where I tend to be hanging out most of these days. So to find me, search Veronica E. Grant on your Instagram search bar or go to Instagram.com forward slash Veronica E. Grant. Can't forget that E there. And I would love to connect with you. Just comment on one of my photos and tell me that you listen to Date Yourself Radio tell me which episodes you love and what kind of stuff you want to hear more of. All right, until this Thursday, I will see you in our regular longer episodes. Have a wonderful week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.